What's up, Yugi Bros, Yugi Girls, Yugi Non-Binary folks? It's time for the Yugi Bros podcast to commence, to start, to do all that it can do. Be the duelist you want to be. Yeah. Not the one you think you are. Isn't it so strange that uh, we are both a year older this week? It is strange. Um, Yugi Bros and Scorpio Bros. Yes. So many Scorpios. So many people that I found out were Scorpios this week, and I was, like, very unsurprised. (laughs) Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. It's like... I don't know what the other... Someone was like... My moon sign is Scorpio. And then I asked a friend what that meant. And they were like, well, there's this whole chart that you have to do based (laughs) on time. And I was like, that's too complicated. Yeah. Just stick to one. Moon sign is hard because you have to know, like, the time that you were born. Um, Like, I had to text my mom and ask her to find out mine. Oh, on the day before my birthday... My mom texted me that night and was like, at this time, 27 years ago, I was in labor about to have the most <laughs> beautiful baby. And I was like, a little like, oh, ah, this isn't what I wanted to see day before my birthday. Don't wanna, yeah, don't want to think about your mom in labor. Yeah. So I just tried to be very polite, and I was like, oh, thank you so much for sending me like a the birthday wish, wishes early. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And she's like, well, you weren't born yet. <laughs> Why did I try to be polite? She was trying to say is you have a sibling that was also born at the same time and you have a lost twin. I I feel like I can double check, but I don't want to. But I think that she did make she did say that I had too big of a head, which is a weird thing that my family set, tells me sometimes. But I don't. <laughs> my head is normal size. Maybe your head was big for a baby. I guess. Every baby's head is big for a baby. They look like fucking bobbleheads. <laughs> True. Anyway. Happy late birthday, song. Happy late birthday, James. Oh, man. Anyways. um, You know, we're two birthday boys. And because we're two birthday boys, we've been watching... Fun stuff to get ready for the special days. Uh, what have you been watching, Sam? I've been watching a sweet new show called Queen's Gambit. Ooh. On Netflix. You've been learning the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. It's all about a lady that is very good at chess, and then she does drugs, and she gets even better at chess. That's how drugs work. Yeah. You just take some tranquilizers and then you look at your ceiling and you see chess pieces and you can map out moves in your hallucinated brain. If I could take too much of an edible and suddenly become really good at backgammon, I think that I would <laughs> be really into that. So I get it. I like I like backgammon or like what's like a really useless game to be good at? Like maybe checkers. Yeah, uh, connect four. Or tic-tac-toe. Connect four, yeah. Yeah. That would be funny. 
Um, uh, anyways, I like the show because I don't think the main character is that great, but uh, mm. I like the, I guess the cinematography. Yeah, I like learning about chess and chess moves because they'll say stuff like, "That's the queen's gambit," <laughs> or they use the uh, what's it called, the Sicilian defense. Oh, and. Uh, I don't know. Chess is a very interesting game because it has such a long history and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, famous players and whatnot. Do you personally like have an interest in playing chess or have you played chess? I started to get back into playing chess from watching the show. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm like good, but I want to. It's it's making me want to improve my chess game and kind of understand. Yeah. Uh, you said because I usually just kind of play, whatever you know, uh -huh. and then like, I go to chess.com and I did like the first lesson and it's like, well, you really want to control the middle of the board, and I was like, oh, that's not a thing I do. I just mm -hmm. kind of play the game. Um, you said you wanted to get back into it. Were you previously really into? chess or just casually into it um uh, i'd say casually i wasn't in like chess club or anything like that i wasn't some fucking chess nerd are you <laughs> usually like doing computer game chess or like do you have people that you play against like do you ever play against like your family or anything i've played against my brother-in-law a couple times Ooh, do you ever I know win? he's into it I mean, that was when I was, like, 10, so I was pretty bad. All right. But you could still could have won. I ain't no prodigy, like, Beth... What's her name? Beth... I think her name is uh, the Queen's Gambit, I believe, yeah. is her, her character's name. I've been playing chess with a friend online, and every time we're in kind of a weird situation in the game, mm -hmm. we'll just be like... Ah, the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Even though that's not what it is. If yeah, you want to know what funny. the Queen's Gambit is, it's an opening move. Okay. That involves... I think it involves giving up your Queen's Pawn the, mm. for, like, a good setup or something like that. Yeah. Those, like, shows and movies about, like, prodigy kids are both, like, really interesting and also, like, kind of annoying yeah especially i don't know if you had the same experience in high school but being like in honors classes and like having that like gifted and talented vibe it it was not good for my personality in high school and right. so it's always weird to watch shows that are kind of specifically about how little kid geniuses you're like, yeah, the show's definitely also like a torture genius show, mm. a drug abuse show, which mm. I'm just like, can we just not do that anymore? Can she just be good at chess? <laughs> <laughs> like Nobody can just be good at chess. Yeah. Everyone has to be the Mark Zuckerberg of chess. Um, my favorite tweet. What have I, you been watching? What have I been I'm watching? Sorry, well, I was watching CBS's Evil on Netflix, 
which is a show that I've recommended to everybody uh, because it's great. It's it's perfect. It's what TV is supposed to be. Um, but I finished that. Is it spelled weird like E E V Y L? E V I L. I say CBS is evil because I'm gonna guess oh, there's a lot of shows called evil. Sure. It's a pretty generic name. Um, but I also say CBS is evil because it has a lot of the trademarks of like CBS procedural type shows. Uh, but I really like it because it's also like a very episodic show. So it has a lot of like monster of the week episodes. Cool. And those are the kind of shows that I actually really enjoy. Um, are they fighting the monsters or are they capturing them? What's, so what's going on? Well, so like the show is about this, uh, woman who's, um, basically a skeptic and she ends up getting hired by the Catholic church to work on this like small team, uh, that goes and verifies whether miracles and possessions and stuff like that are actually happening. Um, so it's her, she's, um, like a, a psychologist with like a medical degree and uh, this other guy who's, like, a, a tech expert, but he also kind of, like, does other stuff, too. Like, he'll, like, check the water supply and stuff. And then it's run by this guy who's, like, in priest school. Uh, so they have a believer and then two non-believers. And they go to, like, some lady says that she's been possessed by a demon after she gave birth or something like that. They go to her house and they're like, oh, no, look, it's you thought you were possessed and hearing voices, but it turns out it's this really weird drip that you're having in your kitchen or something like that. But the cool thing about the show is it's also it's both about like some of these things are happenstance, but also there are really demons in the world doing demon shit. And sometimes those things are connected and sometimes they're not. And I kind of like that there's always like a little bit of ambiguity as to what's totally going on. That's cool. So sometimes you just get an episode that's about a leaky house. Yeah. Uh, but there's always like an undertone of not that the things that are happening, the evil things that are happening are not always just like some kind of uh, divine or demonic influence. Sometimes it is just like the cruelty of humanity. And then other times it'll be like about how easy it is to push somebody into sort of a evil mindset. Um, mm. Like they have an episode about um, red pilling. There's like an incel guy. Oh boy. Yeah. It like, it's a, it's a good episode because um, it's like such a big issue right now. Uh, they also have a really good episode about the um, danger that a lot of um, African-American people are in when they go to hospitals that might be might have racist practices, maybe right. not even on purpose, but just in general. Right. They have a whole episode about that. That's like extremely tension filled. 
So it's a pretty modern show. It's very modern. They say deep okay. fake in it. So Whoa. I know. Uh, but it's like really engaging. It's a good show. It's very television-y, which I think sometimes gets lost when there's like a ton of uh, prestige miniseries and stuff that are a little more cinematic. You sort of forget that um, right. regular TV shows can be so engaging and fun to watch and are written in such a specific way. Um, like I'm also re-watching Grey's Anatomy and that's a show that's written so like there's a crisis every three episodes that even though I know the show is still airing, I'm still like worried certain characters might die. Right. It's are, are they ever like, man, there's a lot of fucked up stuff happening at this hospital. What's going on? They're constantly like that. <laughs> it's are we in a TV show or something? Kind of. Yeah. Um, there's also the fact that I do respect when they kill off characters, they don't tend to come back and they'll kill off like the big gun characters. They'll kill off gray. No, they can't kill off gray. (laughs) No, that's Ellen Pompeo's show. And she's really good in it. She's a very good actress. Yeah. Uh, I guess, um, in interviews, a lot of times people will be like, how come you didn't stick with, like, movies? Why Why do you just stay on, like, uh, Grey's Anatomy TV? And she's like, I mean, I had to make a choice as to whether I wanted a steady paycheck on a show yeah. that gives me, like, an incredible meaty role that I get to do a lot of stuff with, or if I wanted to be stuck, like, playing girlfriends and shit in movies. Yeah. And I would rather Money. be in the Shonda Rhimes show, which is a good decision. Um, well, but yeah, that's what we're watching. Yeah. But uh, I guess it's time for us to log in to the final episode. We gotta jump back Heroes. into cyberspace. Yeah. We gotta hack the mainframe. Um, uh, yeah, we last left off with Time Wizard turning back time. Yes. Um, so the flying machine is working. They all get up on it. Um, and while they're, like, lifting off, I noticed that, like, Joey and Mai's skirts are the same length, uh, which is a gender equality, actually. Um, and they're flying off to go um, attack the Dark Castle. Yeah, I wrote down the quote, you little thumbsuckers, I, but I don't remember who said it. Well, okay, so... I. One thing that I did remember write down was, does Joey know how to drive? Because he uh, demands that he drive the flying machine. And I don't know right. how like good that is, because I've never seen him drive a single vehicle, let alone like a plane. Yeah, and he immediately spins the wheel. Yeah, that's not exact. That's not really what I do when I get in a car. Uh, no. It's just like spin the or, wheel. Or how ships work. No. Um. Maybe if they had done that on the Titanic, they wouldn't have hit the iceberg, but Billy Wheeler wasn't there to tell them what to do. Um, So the You Little Thumbsuckers quote is from uh, Kimo, because he's trying to get into the the virtual pod place, but uh, Tristan and... uh, Taya. Yeah, Taya. Sorry, 
that noise I made with my mouth was gross. Uh, Taya and Tristan are keeping them out. And actually, this made me remember a fact that I learned this week about Yu-Gi-Oh! What's that? Um, so Tristan's haircut is specifically called a brush cut. So it's like an actual hairstyle. And it's like when you do like the brush all of your hair forward for the like the boys cut. Interesting. Yes. If you look it up. It's not a faux hawk. It's not a faux hawk. It's called a brush cut. It kind of has a similar vibe to a faux hawk because it has the shaved sides, but it's not like a point. Um, so it's just like a very stylized version of that. I'm looking this up. All right. Don't believe me. Whatever. Hey, I got the result was buzz cut. Nope. Um, anyways, while you're looking that up. Uh, uh, I think I found one. Joey. This looks okay. <laughs> it looks like a... Not really a fade, but whatever. It's like a type of yeah. boy's haircut. I'm always like surprised by these different types of boy's haircuts having actual names because they all look pretty similar. Um, but I don't know. I guess you just could classify them all as low maintenance. True. In... So my Joey and Yugi are fighting the monsters of the Dark Castle with their own monsters, uh, which I did not write down because I didn't wanna. You can guess it's their, you know, it's, it's their pretty cool. Ones. There's Dark Magician and Harpies, and Joey has some knight or something. I don't know, but it's cool to see them fight a bunch of monsters instead of individual ones. Yes, um, in. The battle, unfortunately, the little fairy guy, uh, Eero, gets um, sliced. And yeah. for some reason, this really, really pisses Yuki off. <laughs> like, he's yeah. devastated. And it's a strange yeah. emotional reaction. He loved, he loved that fairy, I, I guess. Eero so much. Um... It also, because he's so mad, he turns into Yami Yugi. And this is the point where I was like, okay, I don't know how this virtual pod works. But how did it also yeah. digitize the puzzle? Yeah, and wouldn't Yami Yugi be freaking the fuck out? Yes. Well, also, wouldn't Yami Yugi have his own digital body? Because he's like a True. separate consciousness. It's possible that that happened outside of the game. Oh, they're just, like, shoved in the same pod? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Yami Yugi is the ghost in the machine currently. And he's really mad because the fairy died. And they are moving closer to the castle. Meanwhile... That weird twink that uh, kidnapped uh, Kaiba dumps Mokuba in front of Seto and is like, ha ha ha, I got your brother. What do you think yeah, about that? It's weird because they. Mokuba dressed up as the princess to 
not have the princess get caught, but that was the plan of the bad guy anyway, so I, that was just confusing. Yeah. I was too uh, distracted by the term, uh, the lava pool of atonement. <laughs> because the... Anyway, so Mokuba frees Kaiba, and they kick that dude's ass immediately. Okay. As I was watching the scene where Mokuba immediately destroys that guy, which, like, <laughs> all right. Anyways, immediately frees Kaiba, and Kaiba says that he's going to send that guy to the recycle bin. And in my head, I was like, that's what Sam says when he's deleting a part yeah. of the code that doesn't work. Yeah, that's how it works. I drag it to the recycle bin. You say, you just won yourself a one-way trip to the recycle bin. <laughs> You're going to get dunked in the lava pool of atonement. Yeah. Uh, and then you got to empty the recycle bin because it's technically not deleted. Yeah, you got to really dunk that guy. Anyways, he gets fucked. Uh, the Kaibas... What, what do they have to do? They have to destroy the... Mokuba explains that he got Yugi to help them, and then Kaiba's all like, You know how I feel about Yugi Moto. Oh, yes. I wrote that down, and then in parentheses, I put horny. <laughs> Which connects back to stuff that happens later on in this episode. Not like... Not, like, sexy horny, just, like, emotionally horny. Yeah. There's an aggression there that's, like, it's something. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I think they're basically like, well, we gotta beat the video game or something. Whatever. Yeah, we gotta beat the video game. Now I have two mm -hmm. blue eyes, white dragons, because I destroyed yeah. the dragon capture thing, and that's great. Uh, meanwhile... Cut to... Yeah. Uh... The other gang has to fight a bunch of bug cards. Oh, okay. well, we cut to the well. Before that, we cut to the board, and they say, "Time to take this game to its final level." Mm. Is that the what evil kind of board? Is that what you say when you're designing the final level of a video game? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the only reason I mentioned the bug thing was because Joey says, "How are we gonna defeat all them great mods?" And I just like that. I like it when he says dem and use. Because yeah. uh, it reminds me of when I first watched this show on Netflix. And they would phonetically translate his accent. And it's just so fun. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so they do, def uh... they do defeat all dem great mods. And Kaiba appears out of a portal. And delivers a pretty... Uh, a pretty slamming critique of Joey's outfit that technically Kaiba designed. So weird that he's being an asshole about it. Yeah. Then, uh, then they go, I kind of blacked out and then they're in like some kind of cyberspace or some shit. That's fair. Uh, basically like uh, Kaiba and Mokuba show up they get into the, like, tomb space or whatever. And when they thought that the game was over, it turned out it wasn't because the board of directors... I feel stupid to call them the board of directors because that's, like, a real thing. And these guys are just, like, a bunch of old dudes in a room. Um, they rewrote the program so that they could summon that dragon guy all on their own without the sacrifice. 
Yep. And now it's time for a battle of dragons. Dragon battle. Mm-hmm. That immediately doesn't work. Yeah, basically everyone summons a dragon and the dragons get owned. Yugi summons the, what's it called? Master Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, Black well, Dahlia Murder Knight. So, so they summon the dragons and then when the dragons get attacked, they lose all their life points and then they fade away like in that Avengers movie that I didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Um, they say, I don't feel so good. And then yeah. They disappear. Like, like they did in the movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Joey loses life points. Mai loses her life points. And then Yami Yugi is feeling some intense gamer feelings. Because his friends died and he needs to avenge them. Which they didn't really die. But I don't think Yami Yugi knows how games work. This is this doesn't seem to be a you die in the game, you die in real no, life. At all. But like it doesn't seem like Yami Yugi understands how games work. Again. And he's really mad. And he's trying to yell at Kaiba that they need to work together. But he doesn't realize that Kaiba doesn't respond to negative reinforcement. Uh, because Kaiba's like, I never needed to work with anybody in my whole life. I just went through an entire experience where because I wouldn't work together with people, I got trapped in a card. But I that think make, I can handle it. That makes it me want to watch a, like a Goodwill Hunting, but it's Kaiba instead of Matt Damon. Yeah. I don't know if that would work. <laughs> it's Kaiba, but he's got a Boston accent. Good. Yeah. Anyways, Kaiba's being a fucking brat. Yeah. And then, while he's being a brat, the dragon, the ancient whatever dragon board of directors attacks him. Mokuba jumps in front of him, and Mokuba fades away. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And He takes the shot. Yeah. And so Yami Yugi and uh, Kaiba have to team up now. Uh, I wrote another horny next to that. And yeah. they're like, fine, we'll, we'll team up together and be super powerful. And they end up like polymerization summoning this big ass dragon with the knight. Yeah, the, the, the three headed blue eyes with the dragon master knight. Yeah, it's the Supreme Dragon Master Knight, which of the polymerization monsters that we've seen is not the coolest one. No, it's just kind of the knight on top of the yeah, it's kind of three-headed blue eyes. I think it's the highest attack rating we've seen, though. Really? 9,000. How much attack was it? Oh, right. I think it was 9,000. Yeah, because it gets attack power from every other dragon on the field. Yeah. Including the ones that have been sent to the graveyard. So it's got Mondo attack power. And it annihilates that um, the uh, ancient dragon. And so they yeah, win. Sick rainbow beam. Yeah, they win and then they like instantly wake up in the middle of the town square, I guess. Sure. After slaying the dragon. Um, and... Everyone's like, hooray, you did it. You slayed the dragon. And they're like, there's nothing to be happy about. All of our friends and our brother died for real. Yeah. Uh, and the princess turns into Mystic Elf, mm -hmm. and she, which Kaiba is uh, surprised by, even though 
he programmed that, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. I'm surprised. I don't know. <laughs> Man, it's a bad video game. He didn't work like, that I'm hard gonna on it. I'm going to put my brother as a princess in this game, but it's actually going to be Mystic Elf. Maybe he did it while he was, like, hopped up on a four loco. Uh, coding spree and he's like man I do not remember doing that (laughs) sure Uh, so the mystic elf brings back the people who quote hands died and everyone comes back and Joey's like oh Kaiba you need to say thank you because we saved your life again and Kaiba's like, I won't say thank you to you or you or you, but I will say thank you to Yami Yugi. Um, also, never help me again. Goodbye. A very classic. Uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah. Fuck you moment. Yeah. Basically, like, we made a good team, but don't think that it's going to ever happen again, which is like basically saying that it's going to happen again. Also, parentheses. Anyways. And that's basically um, what happens in that episode. It's the last episode of that three-part filler. Yep. Uh, Not the worst. Not the best. Um, Can we end with them coming out of VR or anything? I don't remember. It does, but it's not really... Like, they come out of VR and... um, like, Kimo gets in, but then they're like, hey, Kaiba also got out. You better go protect your bosses. And he's like, oh, shit, we better go protect our bosses. <laughs> and they run away, and I think it ends on, like, a piss joke. Where okay. Joey's like, oh, I drank 15 sodas before I came in here. I gotta go pee. Great. And I'm like, that did not happen Love on it. screen, so I don't know why canonically that would be a joke you yeah. made, but whatever me writing a letter to the defunct four kids. Speaking of peeing, I hate to do this, but oh I, gotta, I gotta use the bathroom. I drink a lot of water. Yeah. I like how you're... So I'll be right back. Yeah, alright. See you later, man. Very unprofessional. I can't believe it. Hello! Oh, is this the Yugi Bros Podcast? Yeah, what's... What's this guy doing over here in the bit corner? Kind of it is I, Yami Yugi. Oh, fuck. Damn, you are just as short as I thought that you would be. I have entered the bit corner from the Shadow Realm. Oh, fuck. So you, like, died. Or did you, like, go through the Shadow Realm? I traversed through the Shadow Realm to come talk to you, James. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, well, yeah, man, let's talk. I got some questions. Um, I will accept any questions except about my height. Okay, well, I wasn't going to ask any more questions because I can see you, so I don't have any questions about your height. Um, what, what, what are you watching, Yami Yugi? I only watch the labyrinths in my mind shift. Oh, I thought you were... I have no time for television. Oh, okay. Have you seen the movie The Labyrinth? With David Bowie? In fact, I have. 
That QB is... has sat down and made me watch it. Oh. I didn't enjoy the puppetry. You enjoyed the puppetry or you didn't enjoy the puppetry? I did not. Oh, it was yeah. too lifelike. Oh, fuck. Do you have like a fear of puppets? I have a fear of dual monsters coming alive. And a lot of those puppets look like dual monsters that were alive. Woof. Well, I don't want to like predict the future for you, man, but you're going to have some touch tough situations coming up with dual monsters. and that's I'm also terrified of David Bowie's sexual energy. Oh, well, not that bad. Whatever. Um, wait, do you listen to music? Like, what kind of music do you like, Yami Yugi? I only meditate inside the labyrinth that is my mind. Oh. Though, so if I did listen to music, it would probably be Evanescence. Oh, that's a good, that's a good tune, man. And Hoobastank. Oh well, mm, I don't. Your taste is your taste. Uh, Yami Yugi. It seems like you don't get to do very much stuff in that labyrinth. Like, wh what do you do for fun besides maybe like meditating and stuff? I only play dual monsters. For oh. fun. Alright. Well, like with yourself? Like solitaire? Yes, I take horse tranquilizers, and then I stare at the ceiling. Fun. And I see a match of Yugi, uh, excuse me, dual monsters uh -huh. at the top of the ceiling. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if you should be taking that much ketamine, uh, Yami Yugi, because it seems to be messing with your head. Eh. Well, I, I'm trying to find some, some questions to ask you, but, you know, I mean, like, do you ever, like, hang out with Yugi? Do you guys, like, talk about fun stuff? No. Oh. Sadly. Damn. Hey, Yami Yugi, you ever heard of Yes And? I'm not familiar with this concept. I can tell. Uh, yeah, Yami Yugi, do you have, like, a favorite food? Like, what do you like to eat? Or do you not eat since you're... When like, I was a pharaoh, I loved to feast on the brains of, uh, fish brains. Oh, fish brains. Do you have, like, a favorite type of fish? I like a good cod. Cod's pretty good. Cod's pretty good. Uh, were you, like, when you had your fish brains, did you have, like, big feasts or anything? Or was it more like a solitary eating experience? It was more of a solitary eating experience. Though sometimes I would invite friends over to play dual monsters and eat snacks. Hmm. Uh, I know that you, you take the horse tranqu tranquilizers, but, like, what other drugs have you experimented with, Yami Yugi? It has been very difficult, since Yugi is very straight-edge. Yeah. But I keep telling them to try weed. But, like, what about... I would love to try a sweet, <laughs> fat, kush blunt. What about, like, in ancient Egypt? Did you get down on some, like, cool ancient... Uh, like psychedelics or anything? 
I fucked with opium. Ooh, shit. You had them, what is it, like, opium dreams. I don't know, I've never done opium, so, sorry. But I have done weed, so if you ever want to smoke some, for sure, I'll smoke you out, Yami Yugi. You are that the sounds king. great. Yeah, you are the I king. have to go now, James. Alright, well, be safe in the Shadow Realm. Always remember, trust in the heart of the cards. For sure, dude. Check you later. Uh, hey, sorry about that. I'm, I'm done. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, sure. I mean, you did just... I, I think make... we should skip skip Bitcoiner, because... You know, oh, dude, I have some bad news. So you know who just what? went through here? No. Fucking Yami Yugi. Wait, what? Yeah. The spirit of you, the puzzle. How did you... How did we get Yami Yugi? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe he just had some free time in his schedule. We have been well, emailing him. A lot. Was he cool? You know... You know, jury's still out. He seems like he doesn't do a lot of stuff, which is kind of boring. Uh, but he does yeah. really want to smoke weed, which maybe there's some hope. That's interesting. Yeah. Does he take horse tranquilizers? Sometimes. He said he ma it makes him better at dueling. So, I don't know. Maybe... Uh -huh. Maybe if we he ever comes back, we should get him a Netflix subscription so he can watch Queen's Gambit. I'm sure he would like that. I think he'd be into that. Uh, but what should I'm into we move on? right now is <laughs> yeah. talking about the next episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, which is another three-parter? Yeah, it's the first episode of another three-parter. This one's a little more, like, important to the plot because it introduces a character that we see reoccurring, but it's also kind of a little bit fillery. Uh, it, it's the first episode of Dungeon Dice Monsters. And... Yeah, we gotta meet, we meet a new character. Yes, a character that my friend once told me was the only cartoon character they'd ever heard me talk about like it was a real person that I hated. <laughs> uh, it starts out with um, Grandpa being mad about a new game store that just uh, showed up. Possibly. Yeah, he he mentions they they don't have true gaming traditions, which I thought was a hilarious. A good line. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like a GameStop moved in across the way. Like a GameStop slash FAO Schwartz. Yeah, and EB Games. Mm-hmm. If you remember that, those. I do. I do indeed remember all of the mall stores. <laughs> eh. Anyways, uh, Yugi is all like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go in. And Taya's like, bro... Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Yugi's like, oh, I want to check out the competition. Taya drags him away so they can go to school because these kids still go to school. Uh, meanwhile, there's some creep up top watching them. Um, and he's got like a little uh, a prep toady. Yeah. Who's like, look at your competition. There's Yugi Moto. And Duke Devlin... 
the new character is like, I hate that guy and I'm going to destroy him. Which is Yeah, one thing I noted is his audio sounds weird. Like his the mixing sounds louder on him or something. I Did think you notice that? It feels like it might be the tone of the voice actor. Um, but okay. I agree he does sound a little bit louder. Um, I wonder if it's just like he has a lower pitch. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. anyways, he's very, he basically built the entire game store as a way to lure Yugi in so that he could duel him or something. He has a lot of hatred for Yugi Moto, who's like the nicest kid in the world. So very Yeah, strange. he wants to destroy him for some reason. Very, don't know yeah. Why. Also, it is the introduction of a nickname that he has, which is bad for many reasons, but it's a Dookie Boy. I love it. Dookie Boy. Just maybe run <laughs> that by literally any teenager before yeah. you put that in your show. Is it a play on Yugi Boy? It's gotta be, right? I guess. Maybe they just didn't like have a lot of boys' nicknames on hand. Right. Uh, uh, anyways, he's at the school. He's going to school there. And Joey's talking about delivering newspapers. And the gang is all like, what, you do that? And he's like, yeah, I gotta make money because my sister's operation and he says the word I guy instead of doctor. It's on brand, I would say. Yeah. I like that when he reveals that he delivers newspapers, the person who's like, why would you do that? Is Taya, who we know also has an after-school job. Right. Why do you think that he would have an after-school job, Taya, other than to save money? Um, but the reason that comes up is because he's been reading the newspapers, and the new hottest game, according to the newspapers, the most relevant news source of the time uh yep. is dungeon dice monsters yep doesn't really roll off the tongue i i gotta say uh and they discover that the inventor guy who's really good at it is going to their school it's duke devlin and he's uh flirting with the ladies in another room yeah, these ladies are enchanted by the way he can make dice stack on top of each other. Dice is actually the least sexy game material that I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, the next is chess. Yes. Well, no, chess can be sexy because it's like all about like, uh, we're going at it. It's like a meeting of the minds, whereas dice is just you're playing Yahtzee. Yeah. Or Dungeons and Dragons, which is fun, but not really a game where people are fawning over you because of your dice skills. No. And uh so he challenges Joey to some trick or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it's the stupid it's the it's like that TikTok trick 
where somebody puts money under a water bottle. Yeah. And they're like, get the money out from under the water bottle without touching it and you can have it. And the whole thing is that the other person tricks the trickster into moving the water bottle and then taking the money so that they never touch it. Which is right. what Duke does to Joey. He's like, I'm going to move this dice under that's under a cup into my hand without ever touching the cup. And basically just tricks Joey into lifting up the cup so that he can take the dice out. Yeah, and Yugi's all like, oh, shit, no. Don't do it. Yeah, basically Joey's friends in the background are like, we should maybe go. This yeah. guy seems like he sucks. Let's <laughs> head out. But Joey's like, you're a stupid idiot because you don't even play the coolest game, which is Duel Monsters, and I'm great at it. I won second place. I bet if I challenged you to Duel Monsters, you wouldn't win, which is famous last words. Classic Joey move. <laughs> Classic Joey. Uh, Duke takes him up on the Duel Monsters thing, but then does this whole shit where he's like, but, uh, I don't have any Duel Monsters cards, so we should make this more fair and each open new booster packs to build our a new deck that's, like, totally new to both of us, so that it's fair. Which is, like, weird. Uh, this is a thing called, uh... Having a blind deck, which a lot of people do when they're playing cards, they'll buy like a bunch of booster packs and then uh, open them and then make a deck and then battle each other for fun. Mm. Yeah, but they're not having fun with this one. They add like yeah. extremely high stakes. Yeah, if Joey loses, he becomes it, the Duke's servant for a week or something. Yeah, it's the basic. Yeah. If whoever wins, the other person has to do whatever they say for a week. Yeah, um, it does mean we'll see some new cards. It does mean we'll see some fun. new cards. Although Yugi is right to be like, I don't know if Joey's the person to play with a totally new deck. Um, especially well, he does he does do fairly well. Yes, at the beginning, but like he kind of falls into the old issues that he had toward the beginning of the series where because he doesn't know the cards he's not planning ahead right and that's what ends up getting him uh beat not to reveal the end of the episode yeah Come a real queen's gambit show's been out for a while uh yeah so duke summons a cool oni tank and Joey summons Sword Hunter, which is a very wait, funny wait, card wait, to wait, me. Wait, 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 We skipped what? the whole part in the middle where they go to Duke's thing and we get to see everybody in new outfits. The, oh, yeah. The part that I, I was it. interested in. Yeah. I don't have... Go ahead. I think really... I don't really have many notes about the actual uh, duel. I have a lot of <laughs> notes about everyone's new outfit. Okay, let's hear. Uh, one, I love that everyone's wearing like vests or jackets, which is very fun. Yeah. I like that Yugi's vest is too big for him. <laughs> um, I like Joey's like 
like tag collar. That's fun. And I liked uh, Taya's weird, like she's bundled up up top, but is also, I think, still wearing like a mini skirt. So it's like an interesting sort of almost brats esque vibe. Yeah. Everyone's dressed for winter, even though it doesn't seem to be winter outside. I like Tristan's jacket combo. Yes. You know, he's, he's just like formal but casual. Yes. He looks like he's, he's going about to, to the he's game awards. Yeah, he's about to go on the E3 stage and present a new game. Yes. Tristan, two. <laughs> uh, any other comments? Do you have any comments on uh, Duke's outfit? I don't think it changes, but... It's not good. I think that the dice earring is very funny. Yeah. He's also got a weird necklace that I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure that necklace comes into play later. It's too weird okay. not to. Yeah. Um, But they come into the arena and there's already cheerleaders there. It's like the three girls from school before. Yeah. They don't have anything else to do. It's bizarre. They need lives. Get it together, ladies. <laughs> they need to go home and watch Queen's Gambit. <laughs> we're sponsored by Netflix. On Netflix. This week. <laughs> I wish we were sponsored by Netflix. We're not actually sponsored by Netflix. We're specifically only sponsored by the show The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Uh, and horse tranquilizers. Mm-hmm. Ketamine specifically. Anyways. You seemed to know a little bit more about what's going on. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to how Joey loses, but the first cards are Oni Tank and Sword Hunter. Mm -hmm. And Sword Hunter is a funny card because it's just like a dude with a shit ton of swords. Like he even has a one on his face. It's pretty stupid. You wanted to be a a type of dude. I think dude with a ton of swords is not the worst thing (laughs) to be. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a, a garage ninja. Yeah, you ever heard of that? Uh, the other thing to note is that Duke is broadcasting this duel internationally. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. With, yeah, I'm not sure why. There's like not a big crowd, so I don't know who's watching it. Yeah, it's on his Twitch stream. That's, yeah, but it's like it's got no followers. There's nobody in the <laughs> chat. Uh, do you remember how Joey loses? Because I don't. Because he's, he's like, um, destroying Duke for a while. So, he's he's doing pretty well, but Duke does the thing that most new Yu-Gi-Oh! antagonists do, which is that he was kind of faking that he was bad at dual monsters. And at the end, pulls out a big move where he's using three different cards to combo attack Joey's life points directly. He's basically reversing a move that Joey did on him earlier where oh. um, he his monster in defense got attacked by Joey's monster, um, but Joey's monster had a specific ability to attack Duke's life points directly since when your monster is in a defense mode and they get destroyed, it doesn't affect your life points unless, of course... You have some weird magic card or something like that. Anyways, 
Duke does the same thing to Joey, where he has like a card that's like a bunch of goblins that are in defense mode. But when right. he destroy, he uses a card that lets him overstep them and attack Joey's life points directly with a monster that's like a big plane that has like 200, 2,500 life point, 2,500 attack points that totally obliterates Joey's uh, life points. And so he loses. Yeah, and then uh, Yugi challenges Duke to kind of be like, to take back Joey's freedom, I guess. Yeah, they got the weird theme of dogs and servants going again, which yeah. pushes it a little too far. I don't like it. They're like, no, you have no, to no. act like a dog. You have to become a furry. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. This this is weird, dude. It's definitely a bit much. Can't you just make him like do dishes or something? What's with antagonists wanting to turn Joey into a dog? I don't know. I don't understand why it's a theme. And why they all seem to have the same dog suit. <laughs> Was there a sale? Probably. Fucked up if true. But, uh, uh yeah, Duke, y- Yami Yugi shows yeah. up, and he's like, I'm gonna challenge uh, Duke Devlin to a duel. But Duke says, now I want to play my game, Dungeon Dice Monsters. And so they have to play a totally new game. Which... And Yugi's like, sure. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm wearing a vest. I'll do it. I'm adventurous. <laughs> I'm wearing a vest with a long yeah. sleeve shirt. I'm like, fun now. Um, which I will say from what I remember of these episodes, uh, Dungeon Dice Monsters is not easier to understand at all than Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Because it's like Yu-Gi-Oh, but what if there were dice now? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, sometimes when I'm watching Yu-Gi-Oh, it reminds me of why I'm not a gamer. Because sometimes games (laughs) seem designed just to be, like, hard to play. Oh, definitely. They're like, what if it was just math? Yeah. No. Why would I want to do that in my free time? Silly. Ridiculous. Well, should we rate the uh, Legendary Heroes episode now that it's completed? Sure. Let's rate them. Um, Uh, I'll go with a, I don't know, like a six. Okay. Yeah, I I would say probably like a six or a seven, maybe a little bit. Uh, the seven for me is just that really good scene where Kaiba's logging in and he's like, looks like he Him logging in is how I feel when the edible sets in. <laughs> it's such a good. Yeah like silly scene and i feel like there's a lot of good silly moments in those episodes yeah for sure uh so i you know i'm gonna give it a seven especially since um later on there's another virtual arc that kind of takes some cues from this these episodes and that's i really like the virtual arc so and uh yeah it was fun to see 
the game inside of another game. Yeah. Um, and these last, these dungeon dice episodes, I think, are coming to the conclusion of the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is so, uh, bittersweet, uh, because we're just watching the first season, but also it's exciting because we're kind of seeing all the characters at their, their end point of what all that's happened. Totally. Yeah. Um... And we'll reserve judgment on the Dungeon Dice episodes until we watch all of them. Uh, Since, you know, gotta take it as a whole. Indeed. Indeed. As always, you can email us or not email us at yugibrospodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow and tweet at our Twitter, at Yugi Bros Podcast. Uh, we retweet memes. We make our own memes. Uh, we post our episodes every Tuesday, um, except for this recording last Tuesday, which would have been holiday weekend. But you shouldn't be listening to podcasts during this week anyways. You should call your family. Uh, but don't go see them. Just call them. No more spreading. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and thanks to Jocelyn Reyes for doing our intro music. Wait, I have one thing that I want to say. Sure. You sent me a video earlier that was an anti-drug ad, but it was oh, yeah. What if there yeah. was a Yu-Gi-Oh! themed, like, COVID prevention commercial. That would be... Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Yami Yugi's like... Don't... Nope, that's just Kaiba's voice. (laughs) Don't infect your loved ones. (laughs) Play with honor. Wear a mask. That would be... Yeah, and they show the virus card or whatever. Yes! Oh, man. That would be great. I want a Kaiba Core branded face mask. Anyways, stay safe out there, duelists. See you later. I'm bad. You know it. I'm bad. I'll show it. It's time to...